Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello to your beautiful liver lymphoid. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight we talk about the tragedy that happened at the Garlic Festival in Gilroy. We talked about Cardi B. She's making political moves with Bernie Sanders. Lil Nas X, he just broke a world record. A disgusting stat about food delivery drivers. And the boy we all know and love, Jesus, FaceTimed me this weekend. Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Hello, hello. It's another episode of a Crystal's Nightcap. Wherever you are listening, please make sure that you do me a solid and you subscribe. I mean, a lot of y'all listening and not subscribing, and that just doesn't make me feel so good. Okay? Anyways, um, let's just get on to things. We're going to start off with hand me the headlines. Anything that was popping, anything local, anything that was trending over the weekend or today, I will get right into it right now. So, You know, this first story, I don't want to talk about it. I hate reporting about stuff like this. It is never good news when there are, you know, mass shootings and people die out here in America. And unfortunately, it happened really close to home. It happened right here in Gilroy at the Gilroy uh, Garlic Festival, which goes down every year. I'm sure you guys have all heard about what happened yesterday. Um, So I'll just give you a quick recap. Unfortunately, a 19-year-old gunman did open fire yesterday, Sunday the 28th, um, around 5.40 p.m. Um, Authorities say that the police officers were able to fatally shoot the suspect within one minute um, because there was three officers who are already on the scene and saw everything that that went down. Um, There were three people who were killed, unfortunately, in this really, really tragic event. Um, Six-year-old Steven Romero, 13-year-old Kayla Salazar, and a man who's in his 20s, uh, Trevor Urbai. So in all cases like this, of course, our thoughts, prayers, all that are with the victims' families. I mean, six, 13, early 20s. So soon, I did put up GoFundMe pages, alacristorosas.com. Um, if you are in a position where you can donate to the victims' families for like funeral costs and, and other costs, um, it would mean a lot to them, I'm sure, if we're all stepping up and supporting them on their GoFundMe pages. Um, as far as the gunman, I said he was 19 years old. He purchased this, um, it says an AK-47 type rifle. It's called a SKS legally in Nevada. So there were no illegal firearms that were used. Um, he was wearing sunglasses, a hat. It looked like kind of, kind of like, like war gear, uh, which is one, what one of the victims is saying, or one of the eyewitnesses, I'm sorry, said that he looked like he was, he was dressed to do that. Um, he didn't look angry. She said he was just out here doing the thing about 15 others were injured. And, you know, in, in all cases, when things like this happen, I mean, for us, it's it really hits home since it's right here in Gilroy. A lot of us have heard of the Garlic Festival, if not have been there ourselves. Um, seeing that I was just blatant in the afternoon on a really pretty day here um, so close to the Bay Area. I mean, I would consider Gilroy somewhat of the Bay Area. And, 
you know, like, like, what do we do about stuff like this? It was a legal weapon. Um, I'm sure that going into the festival and going out of the festival, there were security guards, just like there are in any festival like this, um, security guards and like security measures and metal detectors and all that stuff. So when a guy's walking in who's dressed like he's in the militia with a huge rifle, like what do people who are standing in the entrances do, you know? Um, we all can agree this is a tragic, terrible event. Uh, shouldn't be happening. And I mean, I guess continue the conversation about mental illness awareness and gun control and violence. Um, talk to your friends, talk to your neighbors, make sure they're doing okay. Uh, apparently this this man, this 19-year-old who did this, I'm, I'm not going to say his name because I don't, I, I for what? Um, but apparently he made an Instagram account of like four days before the event and he was just saying a lot of of racist things um he he was posting uh read might is right by rangard redbeard why overcrowded towns and pave more open space to make room for hoarders of mestizos and silicon valley white trash so i i think he well, I didn't know what mestizos was, and apparently it's a person of mixed descent, commonly white and Hispanic or white and American Indian. So I, th I think this guy had kind of like like racial issues against, um, I'm, but he was also white. So this is this is just very bizarre. Um, he posted a, another photo on the Instagram page that said, "A garlic festival time, come get wasted on overpriced um, s word." I don't know, like there we don't know what the motive is still, um, but this Instagram post. That was posted just hours. This Instagram page and posts that were posted just hours before the attack are very strange. And it is a name of the gunman. Um, so, yeah, just, just very chilling things to read. Um, eyewitnesses say that the man was white and in his 30s, under six feet, wearing tactical gear, a baseball cap, sunglasses, and a semi-automatic rifle. Um, they said he was dressed for what he was there to do. So... Yeah, this is, I mean, these details are just, are really sad. And of course, like I said, our hearts, thoughts, and prayers are out to the victims. If you guys do have any extra change to spare, make sure that you check out the GoFundMe pages for um, both of the younger victims. I haven't seen one yet for the 20-year-old victim, but as soon as I do see one for him, I will post that along there too. But for now, um, for Stefan and Kayla, Kalela, yeah, the pages are up there, lacrestorosas.com. So let's move on to some different news now in music news. Let's talk about Lil Nas X because he just made history. He made human history. Is that human history? He made the world history. What am I saying? He made world history, whatever. <laughs> whatever. No big deal. Today by being the artist with the most streaks for a song on the number one Hot 100 Billboards list. So I've definitely mentioned this before. But the people who have also been like pretty much tied with him as of last week was Mariah Carey and Justin Bieber. Mariah Carey and Boys to Men had their song One Sweet Day, which is on the Billboard Hot 100s for 16 weeks in a row. So was Justin Bieber and Daddy Yankee's Despacito, right? So if we woke up today and saw that that Lil Nas X was in the number one Billboard Hot 100 spot again, that meant that he had broken the record of all time and he did and to all of our surprise honestly i did not expect this i okay i don't think that mariah carey is a hater i just 
I, I, I know that like when she doesn't like someone, she doesn't like someone. And I know that she'll give props when props is due, but I just really didn't expect her to be just so gracious and overjoyed and so happy for Lil Nas X to break her record. And she did post a photo of her on her Instagram. And it was a photo of her and Lil Nas X. It was definitely, it was, obviously it was Photoshopped. And it's her handing over a metaphorical torch but it's actually a real torch. The billboards are in the background, like the billboard logo. And this is what Mariah Carey said on Instagram. She said, sending love and congrats to Lil Nas X on breaking one of the longest running records in music history. We've been blessed to hold this record with a song that means a great deal to boys to men and myself and has touched so many. Keep living your best life. One sweet day will always hold a special place in my heart. And I want to thank everyone who's ever told me how this song affected them and their loved ones. So, she even tagged Lil Nas X. Of course, she tagged Boys to Men in that too. I think it is so cool that Mariah Carey like went out of her way to pass this torch down to Lil Nas X. And he responded as well. He said, wow, thank you so much, Mariah. You are a legend and an icon, and I am blessed to even have you acknowledging me right now, growing up to music, and now having you talk to me directly. This is all unreal. Heart, heart, heart emojis. That is so cool. Like All of this is so cool. You know what I, I'm really... I really like the time that we're in right now because I feel like in terms of music and even on YouTube, I see a lot of people coming together and collaborating. And I, you know, there are haters no matter what, that's always going to happen. But I do, I'm seeing a lot more of collaborations in terms of music, in terms of artists, you know, pumping each other up and coming together. Like who would have thought Chris Brown and Drake would be on a record together? They're on a record together right now called No Guidance. And um, I was at a concert last night at the Oracle when the DJ played that song. The whole crowd went wild. Like, kids are going crazy to No Guidance. So people are loving that collab. And mind you, Drake, Chris Brown definitely had beef in the past since they both dated Rihanna. And they, you know, were both kind of trying to be the king of R&B and rap and all that. Um Seeing when Little Nas X was coming up, I mean, the fact that Billy Ray Cyrus is out here, like, yeah, I'll jump on that track. That's how it got number one. So, so cool. Um, in regards to, like, YouTube, I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing like, PewDiePie, who is the number one most subscribed single person on YouTube ever, collabing with makeup gurus like James Charles. I was like, I keep the TV on sometimes in the middle of the night. I sleep with it on. And I thought I was in a dream when I heard that PewDiePie and... um. And James Charles were live streaming, playing, they were playing Minecraft together, I believe. And I was just like, oh, this is like, this has to be a dream, right? This has to be a dream. And like woke up and I was like, oh my God, this is real life. James Charles and PewDiePie are really out here collabing together. And I, I've just seen a lot more of this, like in the YouTube space, like I said, and in music, we saw recently Nicki Minaj, she was on Instagram live with Meg The Stallion. And I, I just think it's hella cool that artists and, you know, YouTubers, creators are out here collabing, um, celebrating each other, giving each other props. You you can never go wrong with doing something like that. Mariah Carey, Queen, you were very classy for that. Giving Lil Nas X a shout out that he so graciously deserved, passing down the torch to him. That is so cute. Um, and yeah, Lil Nas X is so excited about that as well. So congratulations to our boy Lil Nas X. Old Town Road, still doing great. It's going to be a very long time for a song to come close to that because this was just one of those songs where it, it hit all of us out of nowhere and you can't help but like that song and you know still when when I go out and I, I always like to watch people's reactions to music when I'm either in a club or at a concert or anywhere I am I like to see like what's moving the people right Lil Nas X Old Town Road is still one of those songs that's going crazy so there it is 17 weeks 
on the Billboard Hot 100 number one spot. Congrats, Lil Nas X. So something else I want to talk about um, has to do with this article that I was reading in regards to deliver, like food delivery service people. Okay, so there is a new stat. There was a survey taken out for people who do food deliveries, right? Like there's some called Caviar, DoorDash, Uber Eats, all those kinds of things. And this survey found that more than one in four delivery drivers are admitting that they have nibbled on your food before. Okay. 54% of the people say they've at least considered taking it, like get, taking a taste after smelling the food. That must be super hard <laughs> to not <laughs> eat the food. Um, but yeah, I am not really surprised, honestly, because <laughs> <laughs> I've worked in catering, okay? I worked in catering. I worked in the food business. I pretty much did that while I was interning here. As soon as I graduated high school, summer came out, and I already started working in catering. That was my first job. Catering at Pacific Fine Foods in Alameda. It's a, it's like a, it's a, like a luxury catering company, and my boss, Kelly, is just the best ever. Love her. So I did that, and that was my first, like, full-time paycheck. I remember I was working full-time making like eight something and I got my first check back and I had, I mean, I had like 600 something dollars on the check, $680 on the check. I remember. And I was just like, oh, I'm rich. I'm rich. So, <laughs> so, and that was for two weeks, mind you, but still, um, yeah, I made cool money catering. I made cool money being a hostess at Pasta Pelican as well and a server at Pasta Pelican. So that was just a good way for me to make when I was serving at the restaurant cash, you know, and working with Kelly, at the catering business, Pacific Fine Food. It was just, it's easy money, you know? I love food, so working around food, being around food is great. Being around people who want to eat food is great, too. Um, people are always happy when you're serving food to them. You know, it, like, food is just a good, it's just a good vibe, right? And I didn't have any talents or anything. I guess I could talk my mouth off. But, yeah, I just went straight to the food business and... Not going to lie, there's been a few times when we had all the food wrapped up and those bacon cups just smelled so good. I had to just shove my little fingers in there and eat a bacon cup. But th these were catered. Th this was, okay, maybe you're thinking it's the same thing, but this was catered where it's like tens of people, hundreds of people that we're catering to. Like one bacon cup out of the hundreds that we make like really isn't going to make a big deal, but when you're ordering like a from a restaurant, right? And you get a, a bacon cup appetizers, right? That's probably only three to four bacon cups. Yeah, I'm gonna be mad that you're sticking your grubby little fingers in there. Um, so I think it's <laughs> I'm not I don't find this surprising. <laughs> I do find it disgusting and annoying that we're paying companies, or I mean, not really companies, but we're paying specific people, right? They're making wages off of their their fees and whatever to serve us this delivered food and they are poking their little hands in your mcdonald's bag and taking some fries but really think about it like how hard must it be to sit next to like a mcdonald's bag and not eat the fries this is what these food companies that are on uber eats grubhub doordash need to be doing because i ordered from burger king one time yes yes i ordered from burger king for me my brother and my little nephew the duck and it, it was like DoorDash or something like that. Or it might have been Burger King delivery. I don't remember. But they put a sticker, like a hard sticker on all of their bags. So you know when your food is tampered with or messed with. Because obviously if your sticker is off and it doesn't look right, something's wrong. So I think that is the right move, the right 
way to go, like try to get around this stuff. Um, I've seen like the, the containers. For, it, it, for example, if you're ordering sushi, right? Usually it comes in those plastic containers. Yeah, I need that taped. I need that taped with paper tape, like the, the paper kind, not the plastic kind, because that will, you know, me being in the catering business as I was, I can easily take that off really easily and make it look like no one ever touched it. No, you need the paper type of stickers, like the stickers that teachers put on your your tests when you did a good job. Those kinds of stickers, we need those on pretty much anything that's concealed in the bag. And then outside of the bag, I'm going to need you to put one of those paper stickers on it too. And like maybe like a Sharpie line through it to make it, extra extra uh, through the whole thing to make it extra extra like secure and safe you know hopefully that can stop a lot of this people grub grub hubs grubbing in your own food when they're supposed to be delivering it but there's even been videos of people like at d taking jamba juice stuff drinking the jamba juices from people that they're supposed to be delivering and that is just that is really nasty um but you know anytime you're working with food or ordering food there's a risk involved. We all know that when we go to a restaurant and order from, you know, a restaurant, there's a chance that the food isn't going to be, you know, 100% like not contaminated or whatever the words may be. But you know what I'm trying to say. So there is a risk anytime you're ordering, anytime you're dealing with food. So just just keep that in mind. But hopefully this could go uh, down. This, this percentages can just go down because one in four people who are admitting they've eaten like that's kind of crazy. Um, I, like I said, I don't think that companies can really do anything other than the whole sticker idea that I have. If you have other ideas, hit me up on socials. Um, but let's say you are working in one of the, with one of these companies, Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, make sure you like get stuffed and full before you're picking up people's food. Cause that, that's why it's really tempting. Cause these smells get into us and we just turn into straight savages and animals and we just want to fry or two. And I understand it. Like I'm not hating it's just, it's just gross. And I would get, I would be really annoyed if I got my food. Luckily I haven't. The only thing that's ever happened that rubbed me wrong one time is I ordered sushi and I could just tell that the person who picked it up, like just like threw it in the back of their trunk. Cause the sushi was just like tossed all around and the sauces were just everywhere. And I'm like, bruh, this is not how I wanted my crunchy roll. I did not want the Nagi sauce all over the place. I just wanted it directly on here. And now I'm kind of annoyed. Like, you know, take care. <laughs> if you can, just take care of our food. Um, when I was catering, I know that, like, we had our our big platters and stuff saran wrapped and, like, secured on carts. And I did care. Like, I did want your food to look presentable when I dropped it off to you. Well, sometimes we had desserts that had, you know, um, whipped cream and stuff on it. And it would just be a mess if, if I showed it up to you and it looked all terrible. I would drive extra cautiously in my catering vans. I would make sure that everything was tied up correctly in the back of my catering vans so that my stuff wouldn't topple over and I wouldn't present to you all crazy. Um, but while I'm unpacking and if there's 40 brownies there and you won't really be able to tell if I ate one or not, sure, I might sneak one or not. The nasty thing that I would do... <laughs> I, I like I'm really sad that I'm admitting this because you're gonna be like you nasty troll the nasty thing that I would do is because our catering company would like we would um we would serve the, the the Kaiser CEO buildings in downtown Oakland and stuff we would cater to big clients right and sometimes they wouldn't eat all the food like they would have a little salmon left over or whatever <laughs> 
And our salmon is so good that when I would see leftover pieces, we're just supposed to throw everything away. But I would sometimes put leftovers in like leftover boxes just for myself so that I can like. And it wasn't like a whole bunch of leftover where people would want to take it home. It was literally just like the scrap edges. <laughs> of things that I would just like curl up together and just like put in a, in a to-go box for myself. And I would just be grubbing on that on the way back from work. Um, yeah, you can tell that people were kind of fiddling with it with their with the, the spatulas and stuff that we had. But, you know, food is food, honey. And if I'm on a shift and I've been on this shift for seven hours and I'm picking up your dirty dishes, I'm hungry, so I might eat some of your like, crusty, dusty leftovers. <laughs> like a little rat. I think I have shared that before um, on the podcast, but... Yeah, I mean, it'd it be like that in the food industry. You know, if you work in the food business like I have, you know, you've probably heard some nastier, crazier stories. But yeah, that's the that on that one. And uh, lastly, I want to talk about Cardi B because she's doing a lot of political advocating. And I think it is so cool. Whatever your political beliefs, ideas are, I respect that. Do you, boo? Um, I'm I'm kind of in a, in a tough situation as well because... You know, my, my boss always tells us to stay away from politics, especially on air, because there's always going to be people who just don't agree with you. And that alone will make someone not like you and turn off the radio, you know, and and for you listening, you're like, oh, well, then, you, you know, you need to stand up for what you believe in and, and all that. And, you know, F what people think if they don't believe what you believe. And, and, and I agree that with that, too. But. You know, my job on Wild on air is just to kind of entertain and to show off the music and stuff like that. It's not really like a political place. People have their own political channels they go to and look for just for that. And the same with here on Crystal's Nightcap. Like, I don't want someone who listens who doesn't agree with me to be like, damn, I don't want to listen to her. I hate her. You know, because because my... Because you, you, we won't be able to agree on politics if you don't agree with me. And does that make sense? Like, I can't, whatever I say probably isn't going to change your mind. So you believe what you believe. I'll believe what I believe. Cardi B believes what Cardi B believes. And she is going in. She is going hard. She's been, she has been always very open and public about her ideas on politics. She's always written for Bernie Sanders. And today she actually had a sit down talk with Ber Bernie Sanders and She's saying, thank you, Senator Bernie Sanders, for sitting with me and sharing your plans on how you will change this country. A couple weeks ago, I asked my followers if you had the opportunity to have a question answered by a Democratic candidate, what would it be? I got a lot of submissions, and I selected the most popular questions to get answered. Stay tuned to see how we're going to fight for economic, racial, and social justice for all. Together, let's build a movement of young people to transform this country. Let's learn our candidates. So off the top, Cardi B is endorsing Bernie Sanders, which I think it's so cool that she is like, you know what? This is the candidate that I think is going to best represent me and our youth. So I'm going to ride with him. And I'm going to hit him with questions that you guys are asking me. I'm going to hit him with my own questions. I just think it's super cool that Cardi B is out here putting in. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Work and doing what she believes and she doesn't care what people are saying about her because 
She even said it herself. There's people out here who say, oh, I'm not going to take political advice from a stripper, um, blah, 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 blah. But I, I just think that people who say that are so irrelevant. They are straight up hating and it, it doesn't really matter who is is telling you what. It's more like what they're saying and the message that they're trying to get across. Cardi B wants the youth to band together and try to to support people who are going to help the youth and help make a better society for all, you know? And <coughs> in her opinion, Bernie Sanders is going to do that the best, right? And that's cool. But even if it were like a different political leader, um, I, I just think it's cool that she's bold enough to be out here and take a stance and have a voice and use her platform to share her opinions, share her thoughts, share what she believes. Because clearly I, I, I'm not like in terms of politics right now. Like I just, you know, I, I've done that before where I gave my side and, you know, showed support to who I wanted to support. And it, it just, in the comments, it just leaves a lot of conflict. Um, I just feel like it almost does more, like more bad than good in, in some cases. And I think that's what people are scared of. I think that's why a lot of people like myself are afraid to speak out about, what they believe politically or, you know, who they want to endorse. Um, I have specific beliefs, uh, like in regards to politics, but even that I'm afraid to combat with people because like I said, in terms of politics, you're not going to be able to change people's minds, you know? Um, so that I just kind of wanted to shout her out for that because like I said, I think it's really bold. I think it's awesome that she's out here using her, her power, her power over the youth, her millions of followers, um, she can get girls out here to buy bundles, you know, she can get girls out here to buy Fashion Nova. So girls and guys, you know, so why why shouldn't she be able to voice her opinions to make what she thinks is the best United States, the best America? So that's my opinion on that. A lot of details that I talked about and more. You can check them out for yourself up at lacrystalrosas.com. So now it's time to take a little stroll into Crystal's Cave. This is where I kind of share what went down with me, what's going down today, what went down this weekend. I had a really relaxing weekend, surprisingly. Friday night. Okay, not going to lie. Friday night, y'all, I was lonely for some reason like I had an appearance at Tanfran Mall and I'm gonna have an appearance this Friday too again at Tanfran Mall 4 to 6 p.m. Tanfran that's in San Bruno if you want to go stop by the mall I'm gonna be there with DJ Magic Matt we're gonna be giving out free stuff and gift cards and all that um so it's this Friday 4 to 6 p.m. I had one last Friday 4 to 6 p.m. and I, I, I was kind of feeling myself I had a cute new outfit on and like my face was done I looked kind of cute here at work and it was a Friday night and um, Friday nights are a lot of fun here at my job at Wild because I get live DJs every, like, pretty much every single hour from when I come in. We have Janine, and then we have Magic Matt, and we have Majestic Chris, and we have DJ Medic. So it's just a, it's a fun vibe in here because it's, like, Friday night. We have all these live DJs. We're kind of turning up or whatever the case may be. And I was kind of feeling, looking, feeling cute. So I was also kind of lonely. <laughs> Which has been a trend with Crystal lately, right? So I was feeling kind of lonely. And I always told you guys, like, if I'm feeling lonely or, like, need attention, I'll just, like, hop on Tinder. So I hopped on Tinder and I, like, hit a few matches. And I matched with a guy who was down to, like, go get a drink at the bar. And you're like, oh, my God, Crystal, like, you're going to die. Don't worry. I was going to have my DJs come with me just to meet him and check it out. And then they were going to leave if everything was okay. So I matched with this cute guy and... um and it was, he agreed to meet with me after work. So a little after midnight, <coughs> I 
and he was super cute. <clears throat> and like it was getting closer to midnight and I was finishing up my podcast and I was just like, you know what? Like I don't, I don't want to go anymore. I just, I wasn't really feeling that well. I was kind of, kind of cramping up re recently. I've been getting really bad cramps lately and I just kind of just want to go home and hang out with Frappy, my little cat. So I did end up telling this guy, hey, like, you know, I actually had a really long day. I'm sorry. I'm not really feeling that good anymore. Do you think we can reschedule? And he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Because I didn't want to ghost this guy. You know, I didn't want to just like tell him to meet me somewhere and ghost him. I think that's really, I think that's messed up. I've done that before. And it's not, it's not nice. It's happened to me before. I've gone ghosted before on a date, stood up on a date, and it is not a good feeling. So it's, I, I just didn't want to do that to him. So I was just honest with him. And I told him I wasn't feeling good. And if we can reschedule, he was super sweet about it. And he was like, yeah, no problems. Like I'm out of town next week, but we'll hit each other up the week that comes after. I was like, sure. <clears throat> so Friday night, I just went straight home and I just watched YouTube with Frappuccino and I just slept. I didn't do anything. And then Saturday comes along and like the daytime comes and I like, I'm kind of I, like, I'm not feeling as lonely anymore. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the sun comes up, I'm fine. I'm like a vampire or something. So um, I was kind of like doing like guesseres around the house, cleaning stuff, uh, unpacking still from Cancun and yada, yada, yada. And then I hit up the group chat with my girls. I'm like, hey, like, what's the move? So around three o'clock, my best friend Ari, I talk about her all the time. Ari's like, hey, I'm having a barbecue at the house. Like, we'll go, we'll swim and stuff, like come through. So me and my other best friend, Isabella, we go to her house and unbeknownst to me she had a whole barbecue set up and i felt like we were such adults well she was such an adult because she had everything for this barbecue she had bon corn like this was just like such an adult thing for us because it's like now a lot of my friends are getting their own spaces she lives in her a beautiful apartment in oakland and it has like a really nice it's a nice pool and a little patio area and i think this is kind of like a i don't know i i haven't been yet um but to me this is like a welcome barbecue kind of thing oh and it was also our friend jazz's birthday <laughs> I forgot. Um, so we had like cheeseburgers and corn with with queso and crema and everything. She had shrimp skewers for us. Uh, we had beer and alcohol and everything. We had everything. It was so nice. Like they really went all out and like didn't forget one thing. And her boyfriend was on the grill for us. And Ari was over here, you know, cooking vegetable, grilling vegetables and stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, who are we? So I just felt like it, we, it was like my first like friends throwing a barbecue kind of thing. And I know I'm, I might be kind of old for that. I'm 25, but we, they did the thing. I was just so impressed. So that was really fun. And that was my Saturday. And like around 10 o'clock, we had plans to kind of go out to this food thing. Like there's like a food thing at the Pleasanton Fairgrounds. But yeah, we were all just way too tired and pooped out. We did not decide to do that. We just like hung out, watched TV, watched some fights. And um, my my best friend Ari and her sister, they bought those suction cup things for your back. I think it's just called suction suctioning or whatever, where you have they have like it's like a gun kind of and you put like a suction cup on your back and the gun takes the air out from your skin and it just like leaves it, it like you leave it there for maybe like 20 minutes and it's supposed to like relax you and it was so painful like the first two they did I could not keep them on my back for more than like a minute I was like no get this off of me but then they did like my lower back and part of my spine and I was able to keep that on for a little longer and it did relax me I feel I felt like a lot relaxed but I also feel kind of sore a little bit and bruised from it our girl Jazz did it too and it left like huge bruises on her back it looked so funny like how these suction cups looked on her back um 
And yeah, we just pretty much did that for the rest of the night and just like hung out. And then like around 11, we went home. Me and Isabella were like, we're so lame. Our parents aren't even home. <laughs> like it's a Saturday night and we're, we, our parents aren't even home, but whatever. It was a relaxing, it was a very relaxing Saturday. And thank you, Ari and Annie for putting on that barbecue for us. That was, that was legit as heck. So Sunday was like more chores that I had to do. Oh, oh, oh. I have not mentioned what happened with Frappuccino, my cat. So I've been kind of all over the place the past few weeks and months because I've been traveling a lot, but my traveling is going to slow down for the most part. So I'll be at home more. I haven't really bought groceries or like done like deep dive cleaning in the house. So Sunday was when, when I was like, okay, like I have to do deep dive cleaning, like get on the floor, scrub, all that stuff. So I've mentioned before, I think that when I go on trips, my cat Frappuccino usually like doesn't obey the toilet rule. When I'm here at home, he'll go number one, go number two in the toilet. I've toilet trained him for the most part. He's still kind of in the training stages. He's not all the time on top of it, but for the most part, he will go. If I'm on a vacation or I'm out of town, he acts up and he just likes to go anywhere on the bathroom floor, um, number two, which is, I mean, it's better than number one because number one, cat number one smells so bad and like just like just smells awful. But cat number two, if you feed them good food, then it's just kind of like it's just there. You can easily pick it up and throw it in the toilet in the toilet and flush it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's nothing crazy. But I have I have like realized since I came back from Cancun on Thursday night that like something like has been smelling kind of weird and I cleaned the bathroom and everything and I was like looking under the bed to see if he maybe had vomited I was looking in the closet to see maybe if he went in the closet and I couldn't really find anything I was looking under the alfombra in my living room I couldn't find anything under there so it was just, I kind of just like left it and then Sunday honey I'm doing a deep cleaning, right? And I see that there's a few ants like by the kitchen mat, okay? And I have like one of those like rubber kitchen mats that you pretty much just buy at Target. <clears throat> and Frappuccino loves to scratch that. She loves to like get into that and like rip it apart. And she also is very messy when she eats. Like she'll like, I mostly feed him dry food, but so, so like he'll be messy with the dry food and like kick it under things. So I was like, okay, maybe the ants were getting to like the dry food under the, the kitchen mat. So I peel up the kitchen mat, right? Oh my gosh. And I don't know how, but Frappuccino went number two under the kitchen mat. It was all smeared, all grossed. And there were maggots. There were maggots. And I threw up all over it. Like when I lifted up the mat and I saw it and I saw the thing squirming, I threw up all over it. Um, and I kind of wanted to die. So I had to get like, I had my little kitchen gloves on already. I had to grab the whole mat. It needed to be thrown away anyways. Cause it was just so scratched up Threw it in the, <laughs> threw it in the trash outside, had to get like wasp spray. I threw y'all know me in the wasp spray. I think I explained the ant story to you guys before I like, <laughs> I'd be killing ants with wasp spray. So I got the wasp spray and I was putting the wasp spray all over it, Clorox all over it. And it was just so nasty. I like let it marinate like that for like 10 minutes and the freaking maggots did not die. And I was just like, ew. So I had to just get a hella nasty pair of towels and just throw all the stuff away outside. Thank goodness that the garbage man comes Monday mornings because I did not want that around my vicinity at all. So that was nasty. I had to deal with that on Sunday. So that was not cute at all. And then Sunday also was Summer Jam with our sister station, 106 KML. 
Uh, and I hella wanted to go because like City Girls was going to be there. One of them, the one that's not in jail. Young Miami and like Meg The Stallion, like the lineup was sick. So um, I got tickets for me and Esteban to go to Summer Jam. So I'm over here again ready for Summer Jam, right? <laughs> let me let me tell you the exact time this was because you guys are going to be shook. <laughs> You're going to be shook. I was over here again ready for Summer Jam, putting my face on, and I get a FaceTime call. I get a FaceTime call from a number that's not saved, and I'm kind of like, whose number is this? And Oh, this is at 6.34. Yes, yeah, so this is at 6.34. This <laughs> unsaved number... I, I opened the FaceTime call. It was Jesus himself. Jesus, who I have been drunk texting, drunk crying about. I've just like think about him all the time, missing him like crazy. So Jesus FaceTimes me at 634 in the afternoon. And I'm already turned like I am turned pre-gaming for a summer jam. So I'm like, I'm not mad. Like, I don't. I don't hate this guy. I think you guys know that. Like, I don't hate him. I just, like, wish he was, like, I just wish he was could mature five years, like, today. <laughs> you know, like, you guys know the, the whole history with me and the guy that I kind of dated, Jesus. Um, if you don't know, you should listen to the podcast. Um, I got attacked by a female. Yeah, it was his ex-girlfriend who attacked me. Him and I have kind of been through a lot with a very short period of time. We pretty much don't, like, like went really quickly into like what I would call a dating situationship. Like we weren't official or anything, but he kind of wanted me to be exclusive with him and cut all my dudes off, which I, I did for like a week or two. And then once I found out <laughs> more of his childish ways, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm going to cut you off. So it was like, it didn't end bitter. Really. we kind of have like talked here and there a little bit. Not really. We haven't, <laughs> expressed our feelings to each other, haven't even had a full-on conversation before uh, for since since April, really since mid-April. So I was really caught off guard with this FaceTime. and But I was also really happy to talk to him and see him like via FaceTime. It just felt like, like old times. <laughs> ew, ew. I hate myself. <sighs> Um, I'm, I'm just frustrated. I'm just also kind of confused right now. So anyways, he FaceTimes me and I'm like so happy to talk to him because like I could have played it two ways, right? Like I could have been like mad, bitter, like, what do you want kind of thing? Or I can just be like, Hey, what's up? Like, what are you doing? And I just, I feel like I didn't want to front. So I was just like, Hey, like, how are you? And he's like, good, good. Like he's with his cousins, like in a car. And then, um, I'm just like, so have you grown? <laughs> straight up asked him I'm like have you grown he's like yes I've been growing like no 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 I don't like I'll, honestly like the FaceTime was a little blurry to me because I was like on one and I noticed that he had a man bun which was so funny to me because when I first started talk when we first started like I'm just gonna say date because I guess we did kind of date even though we never even went on an actual date oh I hate myself um when we first started like talking, I was like, you should put your hair in a man bun because he has a he has really nice long hair and he always has it like parted in the middle and like in a ponytail, a low ponytail. And I'm just like, put your hair in a bun, like put your hair on like a man bun. He's like, nah, like I'm not gonna put my hair in a man bun. Like, nah, bro, I'm not gonna do a man bun. I'm like, okay, but like man buns are sexy. So the fact that I FaceTime, he FaceTimed me and I haven't seen him, I haven't seen his face. Like I've seen him on social media through my one of our mutual friends kind of. But like, not really. Like, I haven't really seen him. 
Uh, I definitely haven't seen him in person. Since I haven't seen him in a few months, especially not face FaceTimed him, seeing him in a man bun, I was just like, who? I was like, oh, so you wear man buns now. And he's just like, yeah, you know, like a lot's happened. I've been through a lot. Like he's just kind of, we're kind of both like jokingly flirting to each other. Um, and he's just like, where are you at? What are you doing? And I'm just like, oh, I'm with my cousin right now. And he's like, oh, I'm calling you because I wanted to invite you to the house. Like we're going to have carne asada and we're going to have oysters and we're just going to have like a little barbecue since it's like hella nice today. And I was just like, oh, honey, I have plans. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know who you think you're inviting to like in 10 minutes in advance notice, but I have plans. Um, I'm, but I didn't say it rude. Like I did say rude like that. And we were just kind of laughing and he was just like, oh my bad. I was just like, no, yeah. Like I'm going to summer jam tonight with like my little cousin and my coworker Gabby's coming too. So I did have plans and he's like, oh, okay, well I'm, we're kind of around. So I just wanted to see if you wanted to come. And I was just like, yeah, no, thank you though. And he's like, yeah, so what are we doing tonight? Where am I taking you? He always, he always, he knows how to work his little stupid, smooth mouth. That's what, that's what I hate about him. And I'm just like, yeah, no, like, I'm busy. Like, we're not doing anything. <clears throat> and he's like, oh, so, uh, so you don't remember calling me the other night? And I was like, what? And he, <laughs> he said, yeah, you called me seven times the other night. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you called me seven times. And I'm like, no, like, I, I think my phone was broken. Like, I definitely didn't call you seven times. And he's like, okay, okay, you were turnt, turnt. I know you were turnt, but it's fine. You did call me seven times. I was like, no, I clearly remember texting you. You guys remember I, like, had a whole podcast with you guys about me texting him and how I, like, was hella drunk and missing him. And I texted him at, like, 11 at night. And I just said, are you busy? <laughs> and he responded the next morning and said, I just woke up. <laughs> So I swear on Frappuccino, on my cat, that I don't remember calling him. Like, I really don't remember calling him. And I went back into my call log and it just doesn't go far back, that far back. Um, but in my head, I'm like, oh, I called you seven times and you didn't answer. Oh, I called you seven times and it's taken you two weeks to get back to me. I don't know. I, I don't know, like, what is going on or whatever. Um, I thought it was sweet that he invited me to go. I, I don't know. I think he knew I wasn't going to go. I think he was just inviting me to be nice. I'm not going to really like think too hard into this because just why? Like I'm just going to get let down again. But honestly, like I thought it was sweet that he FaceTimed me. I thought it was sweet that he invited me. Um, I was getting ready and stuff. So I told him like just to text me and he still hasn't. So there goes that. Um, I don't know. Um, definitely still miss the kid. I think I would be fine. I think I would be fine like talking to him with no expectations, just being like, hey, let's just be friends. Like, let's not do anything crazy or get into anything serious. Like, I just do, I did like him, having him in my life. Um, but everyone can say that about him. He's just one of those guys that like everyone likes, you know, like he's, he's one of those people who like, you have to like this guy. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard, right? And, you know, when we first were dating, like he would come over, like I would make him breakfast and like I would just care to him like 24 seven. And like looking back, like I'm just like, yeah, I cannot be that person because he really didn't do much for me other than like other than him being a good vibe and a good time like he didn't provide me with much and I, and I just feel like in a real in like an adult situationship like you guys should be I mean I don't need you to buy me anything or anything like that but like at least take me out it was just I'm still in this like what's going on situation you know I'm still in the like whatever but like I said I'm not gonna read too crazy into it like maybe I have peed my phone a little bit seeing if he texted me or not 
but I don't I don't want to be chasing this guy. And I am also so embarrassed and disgusted in myself that I was that thirsty thought to call him seven times. No wonder he's going to hit like FaceTime me and invite me to his freaking carne asada. Like I'm over here thirsting for him. So crazy. Yeah, I need to not. And the thing that's worse is I I don't have his I don't even have his number saved. So it's like I don't have his number saved. My drunk self is over here off the noggin. Uh, texting him and calling him seven times. I just, I mean, I would talk to, because Esteban was here when this all happened and he's like, Crystal, do not talk about it on the podcast. Like, you are cringe. Like, you are just the epitome of cringe. And I know, like, <laughs> this is not new news. <laughs> um, <clears throat> But I feel like stuff like this happens to people all the time and this is what my life is. It's just a whole cringe ball. I'm sorry. Like, what can I say about it? Ladies, don't be drunk texting. Don't be drunk calling these dudes that don't deserve your time over and over again. It's a hot girl summer. We should just be worrying about ourselves. And, you know, I honestly feel like the old Crystal would have been like, uh, uh, Scrooge Summer Jam, I'm going to carne asada with him. But it's like, who is he? Like, he <laughs> thinks he's going to pop into my life, FaceTime me for 10 minutes and ruin it. He sure did. So <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening. Um, I don't really expect anything to come of this. I mean, I don't expect him to be texting me. I don't expect him. That's the thing is he's like, where do you want to go? Let me take you out. It's like, you've been saying that. You've never done that. It's like, stop. Just stop lowering the bar for yourself. You know, uh, I'm annoyed and I'm frustrated. And, you know, I'm I'm doing I'm like meeting people, I guess. I'm still meeting guys. I'm out here like living the single life. But, you know, there's still those people who you just miss at the end of the day. And I guess he's one of those people. And until he grows up and figures his life out in five years, I'm just probably going to be feeling like this for a little longer. But that's fine. I'd rather be single than settle. Ladies, you rather be single than settle, right? Rather be single than settle. That's what I'm going to be saying for the next, hopefully, 20 years. Ugh, hopefully not. All right, you guys, that's that on that. Thanks so much for hanging out with me, listening to another episode of Crystal's Nightcap, bringing you a brand new one every single weekday. Uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're on YouTube as well. Make sure to check me out there. And that's pretty much that on that. Love you so, so much. And I'll see you on the next one. Mwah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.